these ones we try and get them out quick enough that I don't bother like doing the whole edit thing. That's valid. Besides just like cutting down inappropriate things that we say. Fuck. You gotta cut that out. Yeah, come on. We're a nosewear podcast here. This is a family podcast. We're gonna we're gonna start it now. <laughs> we're gonna start being a nosewear podcast now. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't want to dilly down. All right, we're doing. We have this is another two twofer, right? This is a twofer. I'm sad because I think my best guess was definitely proven to be wrong. So I'm a little upset about that. Annalise? Yeah. I no longer think it's her. I don't think it is either. C? Group C? We're starting with? Yes. Group C, part two. Without lips. So the the inferior The worst part <laughs> of group C. We ready? Damn it. I just wrote on my hand. Lauren, we're a no swear <laughs> podcast. Oh, dang it. God damn it. What the fuck what is the wrong fuck, with Lauren? you? Jesus, we gotta start this shit all over again. Hello everybody and welcome to Stuffed, a mass Singer podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Lauren. And I'm Quinn. And this is a show that's usually called Snuff the Survivor podcast, but Survivor's not on anymore due to a global pandemic. So now we're talking about Ken Jong and the Mass Singer. <laughs> the show that somehow did survive the pandemic. Yes, even, even though, though it should have definitely died. It's a, it, it's, a, it's a show that despite the name talking about wearing a mask, uh, features almost <laughs> none of the people wearing masks and keeps showing an audience... <laughs> while simultaneously still represent, referencing the fact that there's a pandemic while pretending that there is none at the same time. What a bizarre show to watch. What a, what a time to be alive. Would you so, be surprised, by the way, I just want to throw this out there really quick. Would you be surprised if the next season of Mass Singer started with, like, like uh, Kim Jong's The Mass Singer? I hope so. Yeah. You know I would prefer it if it was just Ken. I just We've love how Fox has just decided that they're the Ken Jong channel now. Based on Ken's uh, circle that he runs in, if Ken was responsible for selecting the panel, it would be a better panel. That's true. I mean, he knows every famous person, so yeah. he has unlimited options. Are we going to talk about the uh, the Masked Dancer panel? That's what I was going to say. I think we need to talk That's about much- the Masked it's a much better panel. I'm very jealous of the panel. Who was on the panel again? Ashley Tisdale, and then I stopped paying attention. <laughs> I was like, well, that's better. Isn't oh. Ashley Tisdale, Ken Jeong, Paul Abdul. Oh, hosted by... What? How can you forget the last person? Wait, Brian Austin Green. <laughs> it's Brian Austin Green. <laughs> The giraffe. Oh, right. From this season <laughs> of The Mass Singer. Guys, and it's I, hosted. Guys, I promise it wasn't a bit. I genuinely did not know. She <laughs> truly looked at me like, I've never heard those three those three names said together once in my life. <laughs> I will never. The giraffe was Tiger Woods, and I don't care. I don't care who it actually was. Okay, several things. One, hosted by Craig Robinson, a marked improvement. Oh, amazing. Yeah. 
Now here's the worst thing you agreed with that. No to Nick Cannon Stan. I do love Nick Cannon. It started as a parody of The Mass Singer on The Ellen Show. So Ellen is a producer. So there's issues with that. (laughs) I'm just like... I don't... I know that... I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to watch... I don't know. I would have nothing to go upon but based on just watching someone dance. That's the thing. Yeah. Will, we, will I watch it? Maybe. But I feel like it's going to be very difficult. Unless the clues are better. Or unless they talk without the filter over their voice. Like, <laughs> like okay. I don't understand. Like The thing about Mass Singer is you hear them sing so you actually hear their real voice so you can try to think of who they sound like. But Dancing is not something that you can just like. I mean, unless it was Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, she'll. You could recognize legs. people by their legs. <laughs> they will have a partner, as well, who's also in a mask, but it, I don't think they're famous. So it's like oh. Dancing with the Stars. I think it is, but it's they're more just confusing. <laughs> I'll watch it out of curiosity, but I'm not. I'm not going to podcast about it. I refuse. No. And so this is like, because we brought up Dancing with the Stars, I'm very frustrated with this season so far and trying to get good guesses. Um, Because it's just like, we always talk about, we always compare like who would be on Dancing with the Stars with this show. And you know how like when the Dancing with the Stars cast gets released and everyone's like, who, is, who are these people? Yeah. Well, now we're like trying to guess them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the same caliber of people, but like we're trying to guess them, but like we don't know who they are to begin with. And I just am getting very like frustrated with that. You know? That's very fair. Who's even on this season of... Are they doing it still? Did they do it? I know Dancing Car- Carol stars? Baskins yeah. was on it. Yeah, it's happening as we speak. I've never watched the season. Oh, Jesse Metcalf is on it. I know who that is. I just remember her. when when they when Jordan Fisher was announced that he was on it. Me and Tyler were like, "Oh, well, well, he will win." And then he did. Yeah, I think I've done that <laughs> twice. Where it's because every time they reveal like who's on Dancing with the Stars, it's always like a bunch of people who definitely can't dance, and then like one person who's a really good dancer. And so you don't even have to watch the show to know who's gonna win. When I saw the cast of Jordan Fisher, I was like, "Okay, well, Jordan Fisher's definitely gonna win this." I don't even have to see an episode of the show to know that. And then he won. <laughs> I know it's like this season. It has Johnny Weir, who I'm like, how does Johnny Weir not win in this situation? That would be very sad if he doesn't. Wait, it's him or Nelly. (laughs) (laughs) Here's his left. I don't know who Caitlin Bristow is. Sky Jackson, Uh, who I do know and I do love. So maybe I'm rooting for Sky Jackson. Oh, uh, yes. Justina Machado, who I do also love. I love One Day at a Time. Hmm. Nelly and then Nev Shulman, the catfish guy. <laughs> so Nelly wins. Nelly can fucking dance. Why are they having this show? Johnny, well, Weir. Johnny Weir as well. So okay, uh, okay. So they're the final two. Yeah, most likely. 
But like Johnny Weir can dance on skates and Nelly can dance on feet and the game and it's about dancing on feet. So I feel like Nelly's gonna win. He has the advantage. He has the advantage. It's a home ter it's home turf. It's a home field advantage. Okay, we gotta go a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have to be up at four AM. And I'll oh, cool. be up still. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Mass Singer. Uh should we Pontificate about the people. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Should we talk about the people and then talk about the ones that were eliminated? Or do you want to do no, that first? No, let's just do that first because I don't care. <laughs> All right. So the first person that we saw eliminated was Broccoli, right? No, Squiggly, Squiggly Monster. Monster. Me and Lauren have had this conversation three times a night. We've gotten <laughs> them confused remember. every single time. Squiggly Monster was revealed to be Bob Saget. Quinn. Yes. How did you feel about that? I did not guess Bob Saget. I kind of forgot about Bob Saget, if I'm being honest. I, I will say the thing that fucked me up on it, because our friend Danielle, friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Friend, yeah, friend of the majority of the show. <laughs> uh, uh, Danielle said that she thought it was Bob Saget, and we were like, oh, okay. I guess it could be Bob Saget. That's not that crazy. But then at the end of the, and I, even as I was listening to him this week, I was like, yeah, I could hear it. And then he hit like that really long note at the end. And it was kind of like, it, it was, it was in a decently high range. and It was really long. And it, the song wasn't good. He wasn't a good singer. But when that happened, I was like, that can't be Bob Saget. <laughs> and then it was. <laughs> and I was, and then I was like, wait, I got to hear him see the note. And sure enough, the episode ends with him hitting the note with his mask off. And I went, well, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> Good for you, Bob. That was cool. He's not a good singer, but that was that was impressive. Yeah, he's uh he's got um I don't know what you call it, that good diaphragm. I don't know. I'm curious to go back and see if I missed any Full House clues. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Or America's Funniest Some Video clues, or maybe Fuller House clues. Those Fuller House clues. clues. Yeah, they're they're different. <laughs> <laughs> they're bigger. I was gonna say they're, sli- they're slightly worse. <laughs> Lauren a hated it as it came out of her mouth. She hated it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that enough about Bob? <laughs> I don't remember any of his clues. So, yeah, yeah I don't I, remember. It's been the- a hot second since we watched this episode because I don't know if you guys know this. We're bad podcast hosts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we all have different schedules. Yeah, that's the hard part is finding time to record. But we're doing it. We're making let's it. Let's at work. least it, we'll I will focus more on the more recent episode, but let's at least not like fully go through every moment, but at least talk about the other contestants and see if we have new guesses for yeah. who they could be. All right, because I don't get. I, Snow Owls was revealed. I don't know who they are. All of our guesses were better. Um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> are you saying that our guesses were better than reality? They no. made more sense than <laughs> no. They didn't make because we were we made stretches for literally all of them. I just meant that they were better celebrities. You would have liked them better. I would have been more excited. No, I mean, I mean, go through Group C's celebrities that are still left. Because at least I watched this. I watched the more recent episode today, so I'm real fresh 
I okay, we can start it. with that one. So well, let's first, talk about the old, old episode. Okay. Refresher on who's left in our teams. So Quinn is down to two. Fuck. With Mushroom. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god, Quinn. Oh my I'm god. not fucking swearing on the show anymore. Um, Quinn has Mushroom and whatchamacallit. Tyler I'm happy says, with Mushroom. Tyler still has uh, four with popcorn, broccoli, seahorse, and crocodile. And I have three with jellyfish, serpent, and sun. Um, and that's, I didn't realize I had jellyfish. I think Lauren's going to win. I think it, this is the topsy-turvy world of us doing a different show. <laughs> that a survivor that Lauren's going to crush us <laughs> in the end. Because I think Lauren, Lauren, all of Lauren's are better than mine. Like, I still have a lot left, but I think Lauren's seahorse could win. Maybe mushroom. I think serpent say that. or sun. But here's the thing: I had lips, so right. did I Who's not? Who's the win? real winner? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So who are we talking about? Group. We're talking about. B? Let's talk about mushroom. Group C. Mushroom. They've been. I believe actually have they've been doing musical references. There's been two packages for mushroom. They're both musical references. Right. The first one was Hamilton. The second one was Mean Girls. Yeah. I think Quinn is right. I think it's Todrickal. Let me live in my ignorance that I'm wrong. Okay. Because I want to like Mushroom. <laughs> I don't know who this is. I don't know. I will be Todd- pretending it is not Todrickal until that mushroom cap is ripped off. <laughs> I. They're trying to say Donald Glover, and I don't. No, I don't think it is, and I know for sure it is not Jordan Fisher's voice. I know that man's voice. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> the clues that I, the the ones that aren't Mean Girl related, because a lot of them were, um, Mean Girl related or mushroom puns. So it was, it's kind of hard. Like North Spore High is just the Mean Girls and a mushroom pun. <laughs> that can't possibly be a clue in the identity. <laughs> um, even as a young shroom, I knew I was offbeat. Uh, an orange slice, a cup of orange juice, a sunny side up egg, two black beetles, bedazzled sunglasses. Uh, and then it says Anna Tierra, but that's a Mean Girls reference. Yeah. Um, didn't they- wasn't it a bunch of Hamilton clues? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like why are they only doing me this for Mushroom? Well, they've been doing like parodies of things throughout the entire clue package for some of them. Like, uh, like the one, like the one baby alien one was um, fucking Matthew Broderick's day off. I can't remember. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. I couldn't remember the name of his character <laughs> for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bunch of clues about Ferris Bueller. Uh, that was the theme. It, the, it wasn't the clues. It was just the video package was themed to that. So I think the Hamilton and Mean Girls are the theme of it, and then the clues are the things that don't fit in. Like the Black Beetles was definitely a, a clue. Um, the glasses, maybe the orange juices. The tiara was just a, a that was because he tears the tiara apart. That's Mean Girls. Um, you can't sit with us. That's Mean Girls. Um, I was around Strange Food and Customs, but then I realized under the surface we're all entangled together as one, and even a Porcini or Cremini can be a prom queenie. Um, which, I, again, I don't know how that could possibly be a clue. Once you embrace being a nerd and outcast, they decided to proudly share their unique gift, and they say their weirdness led them here. 
Uh, they sang If I Can Turn Back Time by Cher, and their magical clue was a brain on a platter. They said a mind is a terrible thing to waste, but it makes me uh, uh, makes for a pretty sweet clue. Yeah, I don't know shit about clues, but it kind of sounds like Todrick Calls, unfortunately. Are you ever going to tell me who this person is? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. He's just this annoying guy who's like famous for like being on YouTube for a while, and then uh, just since he got unpopular on YouTube, just like holding on to fame however he can by choreographing on RuPaul's Drag Race sometimes. I also just from looking at his Wikipedia found out that he was a contestant on American Idol and I didn't realize that. I did not know that either. He made like a he made like something about Oz. Yeah, he's like a Wizard of Oz fan. And he did like a whole like his own album based off Wizard of Oz. I don't really understand it. I'm not like I just know of him through things. I just find him incredibly irritating. So in my mind, because Mushroom is the best costume, it's not Todrick Hall, and I refuse to admit it until the mask comes off. Is is he a nerd? No. I mean, depends on how you define nerd, I guess. I mean, that's definitely not cool. He's not one of the jocks. It was the opening act at the Kids' Choice Awards in 2014. Yeah, that's the level, perfect level of fame we're talking about. All right, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Quinn. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out this fucking Black Beetle clue. I was hoping I could find something here. I can't. Maybe it's not It's him. Ray Rummerd. It's not Ray The singers of Black Beetle... Got it. You're going to keep that silence yeah. in, right? <laughs> Not going to cut that one out? <laughs> you guys know that song. It was what the ma- the song the Mannequin Challenge was to. Yeah. No, I know yeah. I know the song. Okay. I just didn't know the artist. <laughs> that, that's who sings it. <laughs> Race Robert. All right. Any other guesses for for Mushroom? Unfortunately, I do think that you are right, but... <sighs> Curse my mind. <laughs> uh, they said Frank Ocean. Lauren said he would never... That's the most absurd I, guess probably yeah. ever. Except ne- next to Donald Glover. There's no way he's on the show right now. I think Donald Glover's even more likely than Frank Ocean. Yeah. The only, but he would have more fun with it. I think. Yeah, and I and the only reason I think Donald Glover would do this show is as like a bit because Ken's the host. Like I feel like yeah. he wouldn't want to be there for that long. <laughs> I would love him to do the Joel thing and just be a guest judge. That would be cool. Yeah, I think he'd have fun with that. He could do but the little just... mystery thing. He comes out at the beginning and then it's him and then he hangs out with Ken for an hour and then he gets to go home. But well, this is... He doesn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little off topic, but it's an important question I have to ask. Why every episode does Nick come out in a mask? Am I supposed to be surprised it's him every time? I don't know. It's mm. This show is very dumb. I... <laughs> I really appreciate the show, but it's something that like it's it's in, it's so engaging to watch, even though they've made some terrible decisions from the very beginning. <laughs> and there's and like like I always talk about something we don't get to talk about enough, and, and I'm gonna bring up now just because it drives me absolutely crazy, is when people are revealed. It is the most anxiety-inducing thing I have ever seen. It feels like it's something out of a horror movie. 
it's a good seven minutes. Yeah, where it's, it's this long like stretch. Their own head it's this long stretch where they're taking too long to do something that takes like three seconds to do. The crowd is screaming. The judges are screaming. The camera is whipping around and nothing's so happening. Loud. And it's just, the music is just like intensifying. And it's just so like... It gives me anxiety every time, and I hate it. Feels like 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 a fucking scene out of Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> Except at least this is directed better. Nice, got him. Nice. <laughs> Fuck the, you, Roman. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna kick Roman's ass over anything, it's just direction of Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> The worst thing he's ever done. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't say that. No, I'm no, I'm joking. I, that was that was uh, me being facetious. Uh, so I like to pronounce that word as face eat tits. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. <laughs> Anyways, so okay, let's talk about jellyfish really quick. Uh, let's see, where do we start here? Um, there's. Uh, she says she's known uh, she's shown next to an angel fish and a stingray she's super competitive and usually the best at what she does there's a film projector, a ship called USS Big Bird a candle, a blowfish, a triangle cereal and purple double-sided lightsaber are given a close-up in the second package she says she's here without the people who pick me up when I fall. Her family, which is portrayed as having five total jellyfish in it. My parents are to seize knees, sacrificing time in their careers so I could follow my dream. She says her Papa Jelly helped engineer her whole world as they're shown meditating and doing yoga together. And she says her dad would wake up at 3 a.m., put her in the car, and she'd wake up hours later at gigs in faraway lands. This time she sang Crazy by Patsy Cline. Uh, her magical clue was a tiger, and she said, if you can earn your stripes and pounce on this clue, grr. Okay, I have a new guess. Okay. I think my guess of Ariel Winter is still very good, still very much possibly could be her. But I also think, I'm thinking some sort of athlete, some sort of child athlete, if that's a thing. Interesting. Like Like a gymnast, maybe. Well, even like yeah, gymnasts are swimming. Like you just you start very early in those kind of sports. Yeah, and you're very you start young. So maybe yeah, like Abby Douglas was a guest this time around. And going back to heels, I think though, she to uh, Dancing with the Stars rejects, it could be Lori Hernandez. <laughs> I will say, we played it before we logged on, and the voice sounded like very familiar to me. Like, I've heard that singing voice. Um, so, but I can't place it yet. I'm going to have to really think about it, but. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't have heard them sing. That's true. Jamie have you heard Ariel was a guest. Sing? Who? Ariel Winter. No. I mean, it could just be that I was watching the episodes again, and then I just am like, <laughs> maybe I heard her saying on the first episode. She said, <laughs> Lauren, "Lauren had that weird feeling she has whenever anyone says the name Brian Austin Green to her. She's like, <laughs> never heard this never, name before, but this is a yes, new sound. There's me. a familiarity to it. <laughs> but maybe I still don't hate the Chloe Grace Moretz clue. See, I just think." 
she thinks she's too famous is my thing. Maybe. What if it's uh one of your favorite Quinn and Lauren? What if it's Joey King? Oh. No, she thinks she's too famous. <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee you. We would if, if Joey King was on the show, it'd be so funny. We wouldn't know. I would love it. I would just uh, my fight or flight would be triggered. Quinn <laughs> <laughs> punches his TV. <laughs> Jesus fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who this is. Um I, I don't I don't hate guesses like like uh Halle Bailey um or your your guess of some kind of gymnast or something like that I think is interesting. I don't know. Um this was a it was it was Sun. We'll talk about Sun in a minute. All right. Because I had a, I had a, a, a thing I said to Lauren during that, but that was a different one. I'm having increasingly hard time of remembering whose clues come from what. I know it's it's been something since the beginning, but I, I keep say, I always forget. New. We just have broccoli left. Yep. Uh, so broccoli this time. Uh, this is our second clue package, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got uh, food fellas. It was a parody of Goodfellas. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a broccoli. Dreamed of being a superfood that enriches people's lives. You see the Copacabana, an obvious play on Copacabana, which has the number 900 painted on the door. I had dinner with a legendary friend, the Big Cheese. I raced home, and after pulling an all-netter, I cooked up a beauty that really packed a punch. The number is 37265, an anchor, red wine, a Hawaiian pizza, a guitar, an oven set at 6 a.m., and a payphone all appear in the package, and he created a classic and all-in-one meal. This time he's saying hello by Lionel Richie. Uh, and his magical clue was a roulette wheel with a ball on black 26. He said, take this clue for a spin and you may land on my identity if you're lucky. Yeah, this is a, I still feel good about Cheech Marin as my guess. He was in a movie directed by Martin Scorsese who directed Goodfellas. Okay, but I don't think that's a clue. But that's what be. I keep saying about the other things. I Like... I think they keep doing these parodies of things that are just like an excuse to animate them a certain way. Do you think, sorry, this is off topic again, but do you think in the little segments, film segments where you do see them and it's not animated, I always like to think it's just like some PA that had to get in the costume. Oh, it it definitely is. I think somebody who was on the show said that when I was on the stage, it was me. When it wasn't, it was somebody else. It's the thought is very funny to me. Because I well, I know for a fact that they never filmed the clue packages. That was yeah. else. But like in the like background, I remember there was like one cut scene where it's like mushroom and broccoli like forming an alliance. Yeah, and I'm like, there's no that. way that the actual celebrities are in those costumes right now. No, for yeah. sure. But yeah, I think I, it's Cheech. I feel good. I do like your Hasselhoff guess, especially with the... I haven't even said it yet. You said it in the last episode, didn't you? Did I? I don't think I did. I'm pretty Uh, sure I decided that this time. I think it's David Hasselhoff. I I remember one of you saying Hasselhoff. Okay, then maybe I did say it last time. I feel good about it being Hasselhoff. I think that's a good guess as well. Especially since, like, the big cheese and the cheeseburger thing. Was that him? (gasps) Wow, Lauren. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think of the cheeseburger thing. <laughs> Wait, like what's Sam- that a reference to? SpongeBob? 
No, the cheeseburger video of him on the floor eating the cheeseburger. Oh, I was thinking the cheeseburger car in SpongeBob, the live action movie that he was also in. Hey, that would be really funny if that's what they pretended on the lower third. That was a reference to. <laughs> Um, I think he sounds a lot. I played Lorna Clip from Jekyll and Hyde and the song from where he's saying hello this week. And you agree it sounded similar, right? Yeah. I think it's so fun. I didn't know that that TikTok meme song was from Jekyll and Hyde. And I can't like listen to it seriously now that I know that. Which one? Which one? It's a, I live inside you forever. No! Oh, yeah, with yeah, Satan yeah. himself by your side. Definitely. No! 100%. It's so funny to me now. It's like Wendy Williams' performance, if you guys didn't know this, has become huge on TikTok. It is oh, a really? Threat. Yeah. The People thing like, the, like, I saw one video that was like um, assigning portions of Wendy Williams' messing your performance to each sign. And it was like, Libra, a little vampin'. Aquarius. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I love that. It was, it's good. So, yeah, it's it's transcended the show. Just like the Sarah Palin reveal, this is the next big thing. <laughs> um, The thing that's really funny about the Jekyll and Hyde musical is that I think it's one of those musicals that big musical theater fans have a tendency to really defend, but also David Hasselhoff playing the lead is like, objectively funny (laughs) like it's one of those things where like they're like it's good like you have to push past Hasselhoff but it's good like (laughs) you can kind of like imagine somebody else like you know what I mean that that's always how people talk about it it's really funny and it's not even that Hasselhoff is like terrible he's just so funny he makes these choices that are just hilarious (laughs) oh my god I'm gonna have to like go watch clips after this you will you will go watch that confrontation song it's great I will um, okay, so I think it's him. Anybody else have any guesses? No. Martin Short, Steve Gutenberg, Howie Mandel, Bill Murray, I Wayne. I, I can say with full confidence it's not Howie Mandel. I don't think that was your either. guess. No, I didn't. I did not say that. And like I've I've been, I've said Cheech from day one. I've always been a Cheech truther. <laughs> I don't think it's Cheech. Someone said think, Howie Mandel. I thought I thought Ken said how he meant out. I don't know. I have how he written down. I thought we said it. I don't know. Whatever. Keep going. Whoever right. said it is stupid and I hate them. We're moving on to the next one. The, the current episode. Okay. Yes. Best thing about this episode. I fucking love Niecy Nash. And it was thrilling to have her as the guest judge. Yeah, she was good. I liked her here. I really like guest judges on this show because then you get more time with them and not Jenny or Robin. Well, they're almost every single time consistently better than Jenny and Robin. Yeah, They really are. Robin, for some reason, whenever there's a guest, he like gets extra quiet. Good. <laughs> it's nice. Well, Robin's an introvert. <laughs> the man who's saying blurred lines gets shy and growls. <laughs> Robin's an interesting person. <laughs> Robin, are you staying out of trouble? Uh, no. Me? <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Who is next? Um, Let's talk about popcorn. 
Um, trying to think of when these ones with the longer ones are harder. Uh, I'm just going to start it in the middle. Um, she she mentioned that her favorite part of the show is flirting with Nick Cannon. Hasn't always had the healthiest. Tr- uh, she wasn't always the healthiest treat. There's a picture of her lying in a hospital bed. When she was young, she suffered from a bizarre condition where she couldn't eat or sleep, and it led to anxiety and feeling like she was in an emotional prison. Wait, these like, weren't the clues that were given. I'm. I said I'm starting in the middle because there's a whole bunch of them, and I didn't know where the first one was. But no, this was the when the friend was giving the clues. This episode, Quinn. I know that. I said I was just starting in the middle because I don't know where the ones start. They're all listed together. Oh, but I, I started oh, back, oh, I and I'm going to get there. Instead of reading all of them, I, I just it. jumped in the, down in the middle. I understand now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, 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 we are on different wavelengths. Uh, three cats are shown as our candles in the shape of the number 16. A hair crimper and a Rubik's cube appear. A rainbow flag appears as she says she survived her ordeal because of her voice. Popcorn's third clue package comes courtesy of her royal BFF. I know popcorn through a mutual friend, technically a queen associate, a stuffed deer, a sewing kit, bunny ears on top of a bowl of matzo ball soup, and gray stones all appear in the third package. She says she never let popcorn... Uh, she never, she could never get popcorn to sing at her famous karaoke parties. At least she's singing for you all here on a stage I've been on before. Uh, and she says she's always been in popcorn's court, uh, in quotations. Um, she's saying Domino by Jesse J. And her loved one's special clue was to be to my friends up there. Not only have I been here before, but in the show's history, one of you have guessed popcorn. So okay. we know a lot of stuff here. Here's what confused me about popcorn's BFF. So everyone else, like the Snow Owls, their loved one was a tree. And um, who else was it? Sun's thing was like, I thought it was a fence, but it's like a sunbathing pad reflective uh-huh. thing. It was a thing you put on your, yeah. on your car. Yeah, so but they were li- related. So what's the relation between popcorn and a Russian nesting doll? <laughs> what's going on there? Unless the Russian nesting doll is related to the person's previous identity on the show. Maybe. I don't know. What would that be? I don't fucking know, Lord. I'm just guessing. <laughs> but it was just funny to me because, like, they had set up the pattern where you think, oh, it might be, like, a soda or, like, butter. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rushing nesting doll out of nowhere. Soda would have made sense. I like that you were both yawning and leaning far away from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last clue? What was the friend clue at the end? Do my friends up there, uh, not only have I been here before, but in the show's history, one of you have guessed popcorn. So yeah, they have guessed her identity. They've guessed her identity at some point on the show's run. And also we know Russian nesting doll was on the show before. But then, honestly, I feel like that information gives us nothing. I think the thing that's most interesting to me, because it doesn't make sense for popcorn or Russian nesting doll, is all of the royalty references. I think it does, because Tina Turner is the queen of rock and roll. Well, no, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it doesn't make sense for the Russian nesting doll or popcorn, so that's why court and stuff like that, and and, um, queen The items, popcorn... Royal BFF Queen in court doesn't make any sense from Russian nesting dolls. So that's why I feel like it could be a clue to her identity. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I still I still feel pretty good about this one. I've never had doubt. Especially since they've they've definitely guessed Tina Turner. A hundred percent, yeah. 
Like most of the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. We're not talking about snow owls, are we? No. We we can at the end. Let's do sun first. Okay. Now, sun... Okay, here are the clues for Sun. I think, I'm going to see if that one says the third. Okay. Sun's third clue package comes courtesy of her soulmate, who is sitting next to a wind chime with blue angels on it. Cal figurines, a picture of the Aurora Borealis, and a blue sleeping bag. Says, he and Sun have made the most of their time off by taking their RV out on road trips. uh, And there was a welcome to Baltimore on the sign, or on the screen. Uh, Also one for Alaska is shown, as they say they don't need a lot to be happy, just each other. Sun is shown next to a, a greetings from Mexico sign as uh, her soulmate says she misses entertaining people and she's never taken this long of a break from spreading her light. Um, uh, she sang the song Piece of My Heart by Janis Joplin. And then, of course, the clue droid came out and ran into the fucking wall. Was that for this or Snow? <laughs> I, I wanted know. to talk about that. It was, it was the second one of the three, and it was one of the funniest things that's ever happened on the show. <laughs> oh, my God, was that funny. It just ran straight into that wall. <laughs> uh, I thought it was, like, a per- on purpose. It was a bit. Oh, it couldn't. It was absolutely no way. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> for them to have done that. There was no reason for it. I just thought that they fucked up. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, bad news there about now, sun. Now, panel, I got you a game-changing clue. The sun is actually golden. She's got at least one single that went certified gold. Yeah, so that clue, unfortunately, does rule out what I thought was a very good guess of Annalise Vanderpool. But I have a new guess now that I think is right. Okay. <laughs> and funny enough, it's a guess I've previously made for a different contestant is... I said the snow owls were Leanne Rhymes and Eddie Cerebin. I think the sun is Leanne Rhymes and the little tanning mat was Eddie Cerebin. Interesting. Because one, it sounds like Leanne Rhymes, kind of. And two, she has a hit song called Can't Fight the Moonlight. And so being the sun uh... is like a little flip, a little switcheroo. Interesting. But, I had told Lauren the thing that I thought was an interesting interpretation of the clue given at the end. Not saying I have any guesses or anything, but she's got at least one single that went certified gold. Uh, could be misleading into making you think she's talking about a gold, like they're talking about a gold record, like a gold single when it could be an Olympic athlete who won a gold medal in a singles event. Interesting. So who were you that was my That was my take. I was like, maybe that was misleading on purpose and maybe that's what they were referring to. Because that was something that Winter Olympics vibe at the beginning also mm-hmm. makes me think that that could still be in play. Now, Annalise Vanderpool did have a song in 2006 as part of that So Raven called A Day in the Sun. Did it go gold, though? <laughs> well, we well, I'm saying, well, the thing that I would like to check the records for, did she win a gold me- me- medal in a singles <laughs> event during the Disney Channel games? <laughs> and also, the other thing I said to Lauren while we were watching it, like, you know, like, when they pop up and the judges say something stupid during the glue packages? Mm-hmm. 
during this one, they showed some cows, and I said to Lauren, the cows represent the That's So Raven Halloween episode where they turned into cows. <laughs> I can hear that coming from Jenny McCarthy's mouth. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it's really sad that kids these days don't get to experience Disney Channel games. Like, that was truly, like... The best experience. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad that no one else gets to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully bring him back. they'll bring him back someday. Now, based solely on Clue Package and almost nothing else, <laughs> Great start. I would like to throw in Meredith Hagner. Who's that? The Blonde in Search Party. <laughs> because... I'm sorry. I love Search Party. Search Party. Search Party. That woman is not famous enough to be on Mass Singer. No, she's not. However, <laughs> she... Um, well, she was also in Palm Springs, though. There's uh, that. Yeah. But um, she is... I remember watching it. I don't know if she was on like live or whatever. I was watching an interview with her because she's married to Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son that was in 22 Jump Street and they spent their quarantine driving around an RV. (laughs) (laughs) Just was the exact clue package. And I was like, wow. I mean, that's, that's a lot of proof. (laughs) (laughs) So when you go to this clue package and this clue package alone and you, you don't listen to anything else, it's very clear. What Lauren's saying like is if you, look at, if you look at these votes, I won. <laughs> if you don't include California and New York. Yeah. I, I won. <laughs> I won the election. Yeah, she did it. <laughs> Anyways. I, I think that, that that is interesting. Yes, Lauren. I like I don't it. I don't think it's real, but this clue package was weirdly specific. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone's just a fan, like their animator's a fan and was like, I'm gonna use this as inspiration. <laughs> Do you have a guess, Tyler? Uh, no. Uh, all I all I think is that maybe there's an Olympic tie to it potentially, but I don't know for sure. I, I'm just saying that I think that that could have been the, what the clue was. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna switch over to Leanne Rhymes is my new belief on who mm. it is. It's interesting, maybe. But yeah, I was upset when when Elise Vanderpool was kind of proven Real. proven wrong. Me as well, because I was like, if I snipe this from episode one, I will be so proud of myself. Because <laughs> what a niche person to just know that instantly, <laughs> but unless we did not succeed. Can you just, like, get a list of all gold singles? <laughs> I assume there's a lot. Is that worse than platinum or better? I don't know. Platinum is better than gold. Okay, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people are going gold. I don't know if it's <laughs> Yeah, so how do we know Annalise didn't go gold? There's a chance. Uh, just Radio Disney play alone. Now, that's like, the thing. Now, let's, think, let's think about it. You say Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes definitely has more than one gold single. That's true. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, she does. The fact I can name more than one song of her off the top of my head alone means more than one gold. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's just let's just think about that. Let's just think about that. Um, I I did also want to say "Can't Fight the Moonlight," one of my karaoke songs. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun song to sing. What Coyote Ugly, amazing movie. Now, now let's think about this for a second. Annalise recorded "Circle of Life" with the Disney Channel Circle of Stars, but that's a Raven theme song. Over It from Stuck in the Suburbs, A Day in the Sun and Friends with Raven, uh, A Candle in the Water and A Dream is Wish Your Heart Makes, again, with the Disney Channel Circle of Stars for Disney Mania. Are we sure that those did not go gold? At least one of those did not go gold. Who do you, who do you think the person was? Was it Raven, her best friend? No, it's got to be like her husband or something. She doesn't have a husband. Remember? Because I Googled it. And when I Googled it, it said President Bill Clinton. And I'm like, Hmm, that seems wrong. Maybe she's got she's dating somebody, or maybe it's somebody else. I don't she, know. Oh, I was she's dating the guy who voiced Blue in Foster's Home for Imaginary Children. Interesting. Cute. I love Imaginary that. Friends, I love sorry. that for her. And she was born in Netherlands. I found that out too in my research, which I thought was mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I won't rule her out entirely. Because I, I feel like if, if we are looking at it that way, it's possible that one of those went gold. That's true. Because okay. I, as we've stated, gold, she's got a gold single. That's a low bar. That's not a high bar. That Guys, is, that is one single gold, not double gold, not triple gold. It is a single gold record. Let's go, let's ourselves get a gold single just to prove how easy it is. Let's do it. On our next season of the podcast, <laughs> Snuff to Gets a Gold Record. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's only 500,000 copies. That's nothing. How much is it? 500,000. That's really not that much. Jethro Tull has 15 of them. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> so, she has a lot of songs on the second That's So Raven album. And the first one did go gold. There you go. They didn't have a follow-up to this article from March 7th, 2006. <laughs> what if it is? Oh, wow. Maybe I'm back. Cool. No, I'm going to stick with Leanne Rhymes. But okay. I think means, she's got... I do get all the credit. Do you want me to look up how many Leanne Rhymes has? Because I feel like that's going to put right us... That's actually putting a... You sticking with that is actually doesn't make any sense given what we know now. <laughs> I found out it'll apply for a golden platinum, though. How? Uh, you have to apply to for it? I think so. Wait, how I'm, many? I'm already job hunting. This is Was too it 50,000? 500. 500,000? I don't know. Oh, yeah. She know. has one platinum. She only has one platinum. Oh, wait. No. She has three platinum. So you think they would have just said platinum then? Yes. <laughs> I don't think they would have been like, she has one gold record. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic went he's gold. He's the son? <laughs> what? He's the son? Is that what no, 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 no. I'm saying Weird Al Yankovic has has two, actually. Two Chains has a lot of gold records. Says Tupac. 
three doors down. Has there been any references to cheating in the son's clues? Anything like that? To scandal, to outrage? Because that means it could be Leon Rice. That's so Raven, the soundtrack went gold. Okay, where were you like five minutes ago when I said that? I didn't hear. Probably looking up the same information you and I hadn't found it yet. <laughs> the one that she sang on did not. Ooh, we don't know then. Unless she also sang on the first one. I mean, the thing is, whoever we're not going to find out son till the finale. She was on. She was on. There's the, no way she's not. She sang it on the again. on the theme song for "That's a Raven." Hmm. Future, you think life could be a dream? A dream. This is now. This is now a podcast where we we sift through every gold record certification of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. We don't. Re- we can pretty much wrap it up at any point here because we don't really need to talk about the snow owls. We don't know who they are. Does any have any of us heard of them before? No. No. Literally never heard of them before. It, it wasn't even like with Mark Sanchez where I'm like. Yeah, I buy it. this guy's famous. He's just a sports guy. I don't know. I just straight up have never heard of these people before. What were their names? Lisa and who? I don't know. I don't know. But Lauren, if anything, this proved your theory yet again that male country singers can only sing country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounded terrible. Did I say that? Episode. That was mine, isn't it? We both say it. But yeah. I think, I think you presented it as a group to me. That might have been it. Yeah. yeah, they can only sing that, and as soon as they don't, it just you don't. They don't sound because we're talking about Hunter Hayes. Mm. We thought he was a he wasn't a professional singer because he wasn't singing country, and he sounded <laughs> bad. Yeah, this guy sounded so 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 bad, which is why I thought it was Leon Rhymes and Eddie Sarita because he's an actor who can't <laughs> sing. <laughs> and then are we done? And then uh, the song choice too. It was like okay. Where are we, church? Yeah, I hated that. And then, like, oh, so they're married. I that makes me really hate the like the weird we are family clue. <laughs> I didn't like that. They're like we're siblings, wink, wink. And then uh, uh, for a second, I was so confused by their loved ones clue because they come out and go. He's just like. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And then he like, that weird masked kiss was also (laughs) awful. I hated it. We just really wasted uh, the first group costume on them. I know. Yeah, it's very much no Our guesses would have been so much more exciting. But. Here, let's recast. Who was it actually? What was our best guess? What were our guesses? I just deleted them. Oh no! <laughs> Never mind. We, we you had Leanne Rhymes, which I think was good. Did we say Cheryl Crow? No, no, just Leanne Rhymes. It's Cheryl Crow and Lance Armstrong back together after all this trauma. Now they're still listening to us. <laughs> oh my god! What if Lance Armstrong was on this? I think he's the right person. Oh my god! Um, because um, who guessed? Oh, when someone guessed Catherine McPhee for The Sun, I was like, that's a good guess, because she has been in Scandal lately. 
And so Covet, she might be on the Masked Singer to rehab her image. I fucked up this search somehow. I can't find anybody now. What? So I fucked up trying to search here. I don't know what I did, but it's not showing me like any options anymore. I can't get anything to come up. No matter what so I type what? in, it says there's no, t- there's nothing that's coming up. But we're done. I'm still looking, Warren. I'm looking for Annalise. <laughs> I will. I will say. I I I feel that it's it's the only thing is that it looked like it was the album for That's a Raven, which would have pictured the theme song. But if the theme song went gold, she's not listed as uh, one of the artists in the Wikipedia though. She is on her page. Yeah. So I'm just stating a fact. Anybody got anything else to say? <laughs> nope. No. I'm excited for uh, for this upcoming week to watch the show and be wrong about everything as another celebrity we don't care about is revealed. <laughs> well, I'm actually I'm excited to finally get to the finals because these only having three in an episode I can only deal with so much. Yeah. There's too much filler. Oh, oh, I did actually want to say one other thing. Ken's guess of Danny DeVito to be the Snow Owl was very funny to me. Just like the thought that they were in the egg to like hide his form. (laughs) He would know it's Danny instantly. That would be a good idea though. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) So I like that guess. Even though they divorced, so I don't think it would be them. But I like he the idea. He would just be like s- standing on a step stool. That's why they can't leave the egg. <laughs> it would have been very funny. Um, I agree. Anyone want to uh, plug anything before we leave? Nope, just my laptop into charge. What's your percent on? <laughs> that sucked. It's at 60. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Tom Alterno and listen to my show, The Silver Screen Breakdown and Generation Animation, where we are very popular in Sri Lanka. She brought this Quinn in one of the top 100 podcasts in Sri Lanka, Generation Animation. Very proud of that. Very excited. You spoke so quickly, I have no idea. I know, because I, <laughs> I wanted to say it quickly so it sounded more impressive. Uh, Generation Animation is one of the top 100 podcasts in... Or top 200. I think it's like 170 in Sri Lanka. All of Sri Lanka. Oh, hello. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we're also like, we're also, we're definitely, I think we're like in the top 50 for like film and television podcasts in Sri Lanka. Very popular. Very excited about that. That's so fun. (laughs) Oh my God. That's like, I was on a cooking show in high school and the only place it aired was like in one town in Jamaica. <laughs> so like I might be like a cooking icon <laughs> to just one one small town in Jamaica. I just did not expect you to say that. <laughs> oh, nothing's gonna top that. Good night, everyone. Why did it air there? <laughs> well, I don't know. It was like. It was like a web show for like a local news station. So it's, it was like online in Toledo. And then for some reason would air on TV in Jamaica. Just in this one, one portion though. Not even the whole country. Wow. I love that. But who knows? Right. No, it's fine. I just I could be like the Alex Cornicelli to some people. 
Even we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, someone uh, better. We're gonna turn on Shop Jamaica edition, and Quinn's gonna be one of the judges. <laughs> Hold on, are we insulting Alex Gornishelli in front of me? Because that's not what we're doing. Uh, what? <laughs> I did, unless I'm thinking of someone else. Wait, Lauren, what did you say? I I was making my joke. I didn't hear Lauren's insult at Alex Gornishelli. What did you say? What did Lauren say? She said, maybe pick somebody else. And I'm like, excuse you? <laughs> Alice Cornishelli's the fucking best. No, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> why, why don't you like Alex Cornishelli? Do you watch The Kitchen? I mean, I've been in one. I don't like her. There's a show called The Kitchen. I don't know what The Kitchen is. That airs on Food Network. And it's like a fun morning, like, weekend show where... Uh, Jeffrey Segarian lets his hair down. (laughs) (laughs) He laughed really hard at that, but is that not an accurate description of what that show is? (laughs) And me and my dad do not like her, and they've been doing a lot of... I I don't, like... I don't... I don't know. Like, her presence on that show has made me not like her elsewhere. And I don't know if it's just that show. I don't like her in it, but... Her daughter outshines her every time she appears. I just, I want you, I'm surprised. Oh, this is so weird. A tweet just came up that says, Alice Shelley is my one true celebrity crush. I hope we never meet so I can never disappoint her. That's strange. That just came on my Twitter. But what I was saying is, Lauren, don't think I won't choose Alice Shelley over you. That's fair. It's bold of you to assume that. <laughs> I don't know. I, she just doesn't fit on the kitchen and not into it. Have you seen the clips of her daughter? <laughs> we should end the podcast now. Please go look up the clips with her daughter. <laughs> yeah, I, I love, love that. I, 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 I like all the I, I ended the podcast a while ago. Now I'm just taking it out. <laughs> <laughs> For once, it's not me extending it. This has been. I know we call it snuff, but let's or stuff. Let's call it unmasked because clearly some things are being revealed <laughs> about each other. <laughs> unmasked. Goodbye. Goodbye. For this podcast.